Alright, hello and welcome to another episode of the Give Us a Spell podcast. My name is Zach, uh, here again, this is the second podcast this week. We've got the Melbourne one coming out for Derby Day, and this one we're looking all towards uh, the Rose Hill meeting, which is um, pretty big with the Golden Eagle and those ones, a $7.5 million race, obviously trying to compete with Melbourne, but um, obviously last week it was the invitation, it was an absolute shocker for me on the punt, um, Tom went slightly better, um, Kohai the same, so look, it was pretty tough. Um but just before I met a intro, Tom uh, Kohai's not with us. Kohai's having a couple of scoos, but Tom, welcome in. Yeah, mate. Uh, yeah, Tom was calling Kohi, so um, just the two of us. But that's all right. Yeah, we had a, a few of us went to the track on Saturday at Randwick. It was good to have crowds back and just um, get amongst it. And yeah, there weren't a lot of winners, but we got a couple, and I think about even for the day. So. It was a pretty tough day, so I'll take that. Tell you what, if you were even for the day, that's outstanding. You actually got you got a nice little quaddy though, and you backed Torrens. You gave Torrens a little push that Jenny Duggan had a good win. Yeah, I had a bonus bet on it, so that was pretty good. And um, yeah, I had quaddy. I had two different quaddies going in the last at Sydney, one and a quaddy going in the last at Melbourne. And didn't get either of the Sydney ones, but did get the Melbourne one for 40%, which yep. was good because it paid about two, two grand. So, yeah, it was good. It was a good day. That was a pretty good collect, that one, I think. But for what a, what a, a tough day, honestly, we... um. You go through the whole card. I think I was nowhere. I think you know there was a roughie in the first. You had, you had kids kids for hell, or however you say it. When we when you gave that a push on when we did, I think Thursday or whatever, it was paying quite well. It ended up jumping close to favourite, right? Yeah, there were. I think there were about three different favourites all on that day. Um, they kept changing between them, and there's it, it drifted and came in and drifted and came in as well. But yeah. Um, I think I got unders from what I could have got, but yeah, it was um, just the leader and held on, which was a good sight for me. Um, pretty cool for Jenny Duggan, though, eh? Like, she's um, she's she gets some good rides. Yeah, and that's what I said about that horse as well. Like, she knows that horse pretty well, and I, I just love the way um, she won it in the midweekers a couple of weeks ago and definitely thought she was up to a bigger grade. And... Um, I don't think anyone in the room I was in was any oh, was on her at all. So I was the only one cheering in the whole room, and it was um, yeah, it was really good, really good to see her win, and uh, good story around Murray Parker as well. So yeah, good, good to see Jenny. What did you think of Halal? So as soon as markets opened, Halal started getting backed, right? And I was in Coast Watchers camp. Um, Halal just continued, continued, continued to get backed. Tommy rides at home for the Hawks, jumped at like two dollars thirty. Impressive, right? Yeah, I think you said it last week. It was just, um, what, 90% of the market. 92, on and, and then on come yeah. Saturday, it was above 80. And Tab, Tab just wanted to keep keep it at a steady price because you think for sure they would have wound it in a more, but you're still getting 270 um, up to towards the race. Like, that that was pretty good price for Halal. And I was the same with you. I thought Coast Watch was... Uh, I thought they were a bit more even, and I thought Coast Watch would have been the bet. But if you're getting 270 for Halal, you can see why, because, it, yeah, Tommy wrote it so well. 
Um, I wasn't going to give Ice Bath a chance. Um, I did back Rocket Clock. I think I remember saying that last week. Um, I backed a couple for the invitation because it was pre-noms. Rocket Clock ran a pretty good second, but Ice Bath somehow, you know, in the pretty good track when we were expecting a bit of a soft range, um, ran really well. Um, obviously, I think your one, Startante, is no good. On Trivia, which I was on, no good too. I think it's pretty ordinary. It was kind of a hard watch watching on Trivia, but Ice Bath, pretty good. Brad Wood up, Karen McAvoy. Yeah, well, we've, we've seen in some big races uh, just get beaten in photos. It was good to see it win um, a race like that because it's definitely a good, honest horse, and you're right, like we thought, oh, good track, no chance. Um, I think even Duff said when he saw the forecast it was going to be raining all week, he was um, he was saying $7 is a really good price about it and um, shows it doesn't doesn't need a wet track, good track, whatever. That was a really good field, and I think the invitation's a really good race. We needed fillies in there, it's sort of race around that time of year in Sydney, and um, just the quality of race alone showed um, showed it definitely should be there. And yeah, Ice Path, worthy, worthy winner. Yeah, pretty stoked. And there was a lot, he was pushing it all the whole time, like waiting for my invitation. He was all over Twitter, Brad Whitup, to get his horse in there. Very good win, good prize money, and Quantico flew home in the last to ruin your quaddy. Um, I think the whole planet were on Gravina. Um, that was pretty pretty hard. You know, quite a few people pushed Quantico, I saw, but I was nowhere near it, were you? No, no. I, the one thing I did do, which um, I don't know if you can be uh, angry at Tommy Berry or not, um, Entrevier, uh, I'll start with saying Tony Brassel had a suggested multi. And I just, oh, it's a very un-Tony Brassel thing to do. And that was Halal into uh, Entrevier into Quantico. Oh, no. And I took that multi and Entrevier was ridden. And people say maybe not not the best, but it's a bit leaderish then. So, and it jumped so well that Tommy sort of did what he ha- had to do on that horse. And um, yeah, it would have been really nice if, on Trivia got up, then Quantico got up, and I got that multi up because it was yeah. about 49, 49 bucks. Easy, so yeah. That would have been nice, but yeah, a lot of as you said, a lot of people are back in Quantico, and you can see why. Um, it it's strung a few wins together, and even the form around its previous win before that um, is pretty good. I was big time in the Gravina camp, and it. It sort of wasn't the track that suited Gravina, but still, you, I just thought the class was too good for it. But um, full credit with Quantico, Tommy Berry, John O'Shea, really good run. Good win. Um, before we, obviously, this podcast, we're going to be looking towards Golden Eagle Day and those races, but obviously, Derby Day is happening, and obviously, the Cup on Tuesday. So, a couple of stories um, we'll mention is the Dennis Pagan responded to Bossy's criticism of Johnny Get Angry. So, Johnny Get Angry has got a start in the Melbourne Cup. So... In the article that I read, it said Johnny Get Angry's position in the cup uh, has come under fire after being beaten a combined length, uh, 48 lengths in its last two starts. So what Bossy ended up saying is he shouldn't be in the race. He's going to attract no turnover, no money. He's simply going to do nothing for the race apart from being a speed hump. Dennis Pagan obviously coming out pretty much, pretty much said shut the fuck up, but he went a bit more polite and pretty much has said once a loud mouth, always a loud mouth about bossy. So he's, he's earned his spot to get there. I think Damien Oliver wrote him in some track work and actually said, you know, you'd be mad not to run him. So what are your thoughts here? A bit of, a bit of beef in the racing. Yeah. Um, bossy was struggling for a bit to get a ride. He had incentivized and he got stuck in Sydney and then 
he went down the road. I think there was another one that had to pull out. I can't remember the name of the horse, but uh, he now finds him now himself on Sir Lucan, is it? Um, to know where he might be. He was struggling to get in. I think he'll get in now. But um, yeah, Bossy just had having to go. He's not afraid to say what he thinks. But I, I think so. Um, Johnny get angry deserves his spot there. He won a derby. He's a big horse. He um, takes a lot to get hit as well. And he, he had a year off. So I think each run, he's sort of improved. But maybe the last couple, he's been a bit off. But um, in terms of the stain rates in uh, Australia, we, without all these internationals, he, he I think he definitely deserves a spot there. Uh, Oliver aboard for the cup as well. You have to think um, Ollie's not just going to take it just to just to go round. Yeah. He he wouldn't take it unless he thought he could do something. And um, yeah, I, I've been a big fan of Johnny Get Angry as well, but he hasn't lived up to his three year old yet. But no, not at all. He 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 did have a long time off, and he's a big horse and still growing as well. So um, maybe we can see his best on Cup Day. And what about your thoughts on the Cox Plate? So obviously, State of Rest wins, Animo. Just misses. Protest goes for bloody felt like two hours. What camp were you in? Protest, yes no, or protest? I had a little little bet on Animo, um, and I, in a couple of comps because I tipped Zaki and Animo was favourite after that, so I got left with Animo. But I, I still think um, I never thought it was going to get overturned. Yeah. Uh, just the history of the race, the history of everything to take a Cox Plate off. There just needs to be a definitive proof that it costs in the race, and I don't think that was there. I thought maybe 70% there, but to actually say that Animo would have won, I, I couldn't see it. I'm glad that they took so long, considered everything. It would have been great to have some cameras and some microphones in there, though. Yeah. Um, they claim because of COVID. I don't think that will ever happen again now after after seeing some stuff like that. Um yeah, definitely need the cameras and mics in there, but I, I think the right horse won, and I'm happy to move on. Happy to move on from it. Do you yeah, think Zaki, yeah, a fresh Zaki would have won? Yeah, I think um, the race was completely different without Zaki because he could have. I think he would have led the whole way and gave it a bit more speed, but he might have set it up for a couple more as well. But I, I was still confident. I was really confident going into that uh, crossplay that Zaki was going to win, but. Yeah, it's a shame. It's a shame you what it was three dollar favourite since um, the end of the Queensland Carnival, and you just wake up on the day and the horses got a temperature like that's well, really heartbreaking. I tell you what, when the tab, well, when we pay it out a month ago to win the Cox Plate in singles, in multis, and everything, it was pretty. We had to take the piss out of ourselves at tab. Um, an unfortunate story is a friend of mine who's had some. You know, he's he's had some hard luck stories, but he's also won some massive bets. He um, didn't bet with Tab, but he better did a pretty big multi, which was pretty much the collect was six figures and it was all in, but uh, Zaki to win. So that hurt him. That would have been, yeah. if he bet with Tab, he would have won, he would have won. So Is it a bit of a curse as well, the early payout? Um, Smith, uh, Labor Party, uh, Zaki. Well, there's, been a, there's been a few over the years. The the hold on incentivise for the Melbourne Cup would have been huge for Sportsbet because they ended up having to pay $5.6 million. So that's a huge hold. Um, but sometimes, at the end of the day, when you do an early payout and it backfires, it gives you a lot of promotion anyway. So it kind of covers itself. Um, 
But I like it. I like it. I like just putting the balls on the line and going for it. Sometimes it backfires like it did on... I couldn't believe it. When it, when I when I woke up Saturday and my phone was going off and I had to quickly jump on and post about Zaki being scratched, I thought it was a G up. But, yeah, would have been really good to see see him there. But um, And very elegant, I thought, ran pretty well, ran a pretty good third. But, yeah, it just wasn't the same. It was such a small field. Yeah, and I thought that it just proved the decision to leave the, yeah, the Jack Japanese horse yeah. out. Um, just absolutely ridiculous. Yeah. Um, all right, well, it is Golden Eagle Day, so a big race to feature on the card, 7.5 million bucks. But um, we'll kick off with the first, mate. We'll go to a 1,200-metre benchmark, 78, one of the be- one of the best. Catalan is there. Nash Brewilla, who's flying as well. He might have a fat day, Nash. He's got some good rides. 360 into 250. Selborough, Huey Bowman and Waller. Georgie's Pride is at five. Salik, Newsreader, Justfield. Um, and Lady Brooke at, at some pretty big odds. But I guess that um, Catalan's been backed. If it's already 360 into 250, um, must be pretty popular. It's obviously had a bit of a spell. It's had a trial coming off. Um, I think it had it's only had well, like a one, a, one back in May or something, I think. Yeah, lightly raced. Yeah, that's for sure. Um, really, really big rap on it um, early on as well. But I think the trial was pretty good. A lot of money support for it. I think between it, Sel, Burroughs, and maybe Georgie's Pride and Salik is your, your main chances. Newsreader as well, to keep an eye on. I don't think it'll win this race, but going forward, I, it'll win a race somewhere. Yeah, agree. But, yeah, Catalan. Catalan's the one. Um, price, trial, I, I really like it coming into this. Um, Nash is in for a fat day, eh? He's got some good rides. Yeah, I think- yeah, really, really good rides, I think. And he's riding so well at the moment as well. I thought he's riding a, uh, a couple of weeks ago, and Eduardo was really smart. He, he couldn't quite get there, but still to get third, and then Everest was really good. Um, yeah. Georgie's Pride's probably the other interesting one. 61 kilos, though, against the Sydney field is probably just a bit too much, but um, was known for another race, and I thought it had a big chance in there, and they decided to go to this race. So. Just interesting to see Georgie's pride, but I think Catalan wins this race. Yeah, agree. All right, race two, 1,900 metre, benchmark 78. Mighty Beal is um, the fave. Huey Bowman, Chris Waller, already been back, 250 into 215. Solar Apex is there with Tommy Berry aboard at 360. Fortified, Donato is there for the Freedmans, and Mr. Ben Way, he's got a share in that. Um, had a little win, I think a little while, when was it? Last week, I think. Kembla on yeah. Saturday, yeah. Yeah, it did have a win. Um, in the, the, one, the one time I haven't backed it in the last... Yeah, starts. well, I was talking to him on Everest Day when he was working for Channel 7. He's, he told me not to back it that day, so then it's obviously come out and won. But Mighty Bill, pretty pretty short, $2.15. Can it go three in a row? Yeah, it's tough. You never know when Wallace got the top two in the market. Mighty Bill has been really strong in the last couple of uh, runs, and... Yeah, deserve favourite. But, I, again, I thought Solo Apex was a bit disappointing. But I think um, back to 1900, I think it's going to be really strong. Tommy Berry aboard. I might just go it. But in saying that, I, if you like Mighty Bell, I can't talk you away from it. It's just purely the price thing and a bit lighter in the weights. And I think – I still think there's something special about Solo Apex. And I think if nice firm deck, Tommy aboard, I think it might be able to do something. Donato is also nominated for Kembla. Um, and I will say all three this meeting, a lot of dual noms, a lot of yeah, there's heaps. Day with so many races on. So um, I'll be, be better to bet on the day at the moment just because you're not 
you going to know what you get with deductions and everything. But I like Solar Apex in this race. Okay, yeah. As if anyone's listening, we are recording Thursday evening, so lots can change between then and now. Um, the highway is race number three, and this uh, it's pretty open. This is over 1,200, and Ice in Vancouver is the favourite. Apprentice aboard, Schiller for Cody Morgan, five bucks on a little bit of a drift. Ceasefire into 550, good money for this bean hot for uh, Mr. Rob, 15 into 750. So hard that's quote. To Jory, uh, Tommy Berry aboard, I've backed that before. Private agent gets out to, is it $10? Did it open 15, bit of love. And then we've got double figures and heaps the rest. Thomas, are you going to back Blow Dart? <laughs> yeah, I thought Blow Dart was really uh, good, actually. <laughs> it actually was. Two weeks ago. It was huge. Um, Did a great job. It, uh, yeah, uh, when you can find it, yeah, it does a great job. But yeah. um, I, I can't see why it's not going to run a huge race here and uh, still getting $12 for it. I think um, it and Casino Kid, uh, named after you, I think, Zach, is... Um, yeah, maybe. Is going to run pretty well after um, some solid uh, runs in the highway a couple of weeks ago. Again, you said oh, you're back to Jory. I'm a big Nick Ollie fan, and Tommy he finds Tommy Berry as well, I think, can run. And um, we've got two coming out of the Kosciuszko as well, Ice in Vancouver. I think if we see the best of Ice in Vancouver, then it wins. But we haven't seen the best for a long time, probably not since last year's Kosciuszko, before last year's Kosciuszko. Ceasefire as well. A bit disappointing in the Kosciuszko, but see how we can back up here. Yeah. But, yeah, I think I'm probably with Blow Dart and maybe um, just a little saver on something like Private Agent as well. One last start, and it's always been around the money. Kurt Goldman um, can pick, pick these highways out well as well. So I, I think you do all right. Yeah. Sweet. All right. Uh, race number four, the four pillars, this new race. So different strokes, four bucks. A uh, little bit of a drift, but it's favourite for Kim War. Darylina Bell, 650. Dufresne, I can't remember how to say it. Dufresne. Dufresne, Anthony Cummings at sevens. Conrad, 950. And Kiss Sum at 13. So obviously this highly desired as well has been back to 26 into 14. Yeah, it's, it's a really good race. Um, there's a lot of... Like a lot of really good horses at big prices. I look at things like uh, Grace Bray, who uh, ran so well in a uh, provincial championship qualifier, uh, Tampering, Barossa Rosa. Uh, I think Divine Breath is a good, a good each way bet. But looking at the top, I think that the main two are the top two in the market is this Darwin and Bell, uh, really lightly raced, promising horse. I think um, it's the one on the up. But the, I think. Different strokes. If everything goes right, Huey um, rode this horse so well in its last two, I think, last two starts. And uh, Sticks gets a nice barrier. And I think if Huey can um, give it a good run at Rose Hill, nice hard deck um, yeah. for Kim Moore, I, I really like it. I think $4 for it. We're getting a lot shorter all the way in the lead up. And I think the draw suits it. So I'm, I'm a different strokes. Yeah, I think I can't really find anything else to beat it too. So four bucks is pretty good, I think. Um, the Rose Hill Gold Cup. So this is um, a bit of a tough one. You got you got, think it over. Think think it over at two ninety. You don't see it too often. Two eighty out to two ninety. Gold Trip. Obviously, we'd mentioned it before. Coming to Sydney, Timmy Clark and Kieran Ma. Four sixty into four bucks. Lions Raw. Huey Bowman and John O'Shea. I backed that the other week and actually ran pretty well. As did Skylab, which is eight dollars. Um, shared ambition. Rock and Kukaracha. Um, I have no idea what camp you're going to be in here. I think I'd be with Think It Over. I think that's a pretty good price, around that $3 to Think It Over. I mean, it's just been so consistent this whole prep. I, 
uh, I see no why, uh, no reason why Nash can't do it again with this horse. Um, Gold Trip, I just want to see on a nice and uh, a decent track. It have a run uh, in Australian conditions. I know it's it's been having a few good trials. Tim Clark and Kira Mar, and they're just question on its fitness as well. Not running in Melbourne, so. Um, I don't really want to take that gamble with it. Skylab, massive fan of, but I think it um, it has won on good before. But I, I just want to see it run on good. Like it was, it was catching Think It Over. It was, it was getting pretty close last start, and I'm a big fan of the horse. But I think Think It Over might have it here. Uh, Rock is one to keep an eye out for. Kukarach is going to pop up at some point. Um, Kiss the Bride, I think, still non. Yeah, I can't really see much else. So I'm going to go with Think It Over. All right, think it over. Could be another good one for Nash. All right, race number six, the Classic Legend Stakes. So an interesting one, this, because there's six Everest horses going around in this, uh, or as we can see. Uh, Mask Crusader, obviously very unlucky for you, Thomas, and uh, in the Everest, just missing out, but 340 into 225. Eduardo's going around at 440. Big Parade, which was really impressive on the day as well, at nines. Lost and Running's going around, ran a good fourth in the Everest. Gitra at 17s. You've got Trekking, with Jim Burns going to be aboard it now. That's on the drift. Um, you also got, like, you know, Libertini. That's there as well. So this is a, actually, it's not a bad race. Um, you just go with Mask Crusader, yeah? Oh, I don't think it's as easy as that. I mean, if, if things were like the Everest, then you probably are looking at that 1,300 smaller field it getting through. I just think there's a bit... Uh, more horses to get through. We're going to have a couple scratched. I think uh, the likes of top ranked and Kementari are going to find some other races. But um, I'm not so keen on Mask Crusader as I was in the Everest. I think um, Eduardo, I, I really like Eduardo, uh, even going to 1,300 metres, loves Rose Hill, can, um, can get to the front easier. I don't think there's going to be too many that are going to take it on up front. He might just be able to dictate this race. Um as he sees fit, as what Nature Strip did in the uh, Everest. So I think Eduardo, old Eddie, at 440 uh, is a good is a good bet. And bit of speed yeah. up there with Big Parade. Well, I think I think Zach, like when Big Parade two starts to go, sort of missed it, and he still managed to find the front and win. And he he was up there, but he wasn't sort of dictating it as he has in previous starts last start either. I definitely think he'd be around, but I think Eduardo's just too big and strong for him, and he'll be struggling to keep up with Eduardo. But he's definitely a horse on the up, a big parade. I wouldn't be surprised if he's in and around it. Lost in runnings. Um, it ran pretty well. For sure. Yeah, barrier yeah, 15, but it'll come in a bit. Dreetra was one out of five lane, so there's definitely some... Um, Excuses. Excuses to there. Loves the 1,300 metre as well. Won this race last year. Uh, Trekking probably wants it a bit further as well. I would love to have seen Sandout run it, um, if it does find a decent jockey, but it might be going to Melbourne at some point. Kevin Tari, good chance in Melbourne, I think. One at odds, maybe an each way bet is I am Superman as well. Um, but, yeah, I'm with Eduardo. Okay, Eduardo, $4.40. First leg of the quaddy is the Golden Eagle, so this is the $7.5 million race. I'm Thunderstruck, coming from Melbourne, is your fave at 4 bucks. Private Eye, which I need, six fifty. Apache Chase is the one that's been backed. Jim Byrne, Desley Foster, open 13s, already $7. Ellsberg, 17 into 9 
Maximal. So there's two going around, Maximal and Laws of Indices. I backed Laws of Indices um, at pretty good price, but it drawed the absolute car park, and it's 11 out to 21, which hurts. Count to rupees, probably a pretty good chance as well, and even you know a tissue there at 21s. Who are you with, Tom? Yeah, what a race. What a what a race. Um, I'm Thunderstruck and Private Eye are going to get back. Um, they're both really good horses, and I think Private Eye is just going to improve off that Epsom win, that trial it's had since, as well as being really good. Patchy Chase has uh, done nothing wrong, and it's prepped so far. I, I'm keen to see how it comes here, but I reckon Ellsberg's a bit of a forgotten about horse. It um it won first up pretty well. He tends to always go a bit flat and still ran really well second up and will improve from that run. Josh Carr, Gerald Ryan, Sterling Alexio, good combination. I think Ellsberg might be a decent bet here. As you said, you can mention a few of these. Um, I don't know too much about some of the um, – Foreign Raiders, Vangelic was really impressive here, um, winning uh, at Rose Hill a couple of starts ago. Counter Rupees, big, big, big worry for me. If i got a few bonus bets by then, I'll be putting one on it and maybe yeah. one on Aegon as well. Um, did really well in uh, trial back in New Zealand, went home after a couple of, couple of failed attempts at some group ones in Melbourne, but maybe a freshen is what it needs as well. So Aegon's a bit of a... Um, one to watch from me and there's you can make a case for so many others but i think my main bet on this race might be ellsberg all right nine bucks it fucking opened to juicy 17s as well didn't it um yeah all right uh race number eight is over the 11 hunch and we got three dollars 40 for delexo uh kirsten buchanan three dollars 40 fox fighters there at 460 on the lead something i like uh josh parr richard and michael at fives so you got jerl for Godolphin, you've got Redoot's Image, which is you know, a little bit of specking uh, into 13 and Dunbrody Power, but I think I'm a bit of a on-the-lead fan here, Tommy. Yeah, I'm with you, Zach. I think, um, I think it's had a couple of decent starts lately. I think it's primed and ready to go here at Rose Hill. Uh, the firmer the deck, the better as well. So nice couple of hot days, I think, go pretty well. And saying that Delexio is one to keep your eye out for as well. Christian Buchanan going so well. They're more time going to watch out for. David Payne, you've got to be wary with Fox Flight, Andrew Atkins. Jill, um, good win last start. I uh, can't really make a case or anything else. I, I'm, I'm with you. I like on the lead. Sweet. On the lead, it is five bucks. Um, I, I like it. Um, Race at number nine, 1,500 metres, benchmark 78, Brookspire. Uh, Huey Bowman and Chris Waller coming off a trial is $2.50 in from three forty. Ma and Pa. That went around, uh, won a couple in a row. I think it's won nearly three in a row now, Ma and Pa. three sixty Equation. Uh, I think it cost a few people in the last a couple of weeks ago where Promise of Success ran over the top. That's at five fifty. We got Golly, I'm lucky. Tim Clark and Mr. Robinson. That's nine dollars into eight. Papali, easy camp, easy, and he's a gentleman. Um, I got pushed into the he's a gentleman, which actually ran a pretty good race in that last the other week too. So I might even have a little specking on that at thirty fours. But who are you with? Yeah, not a bad one at all. Um, I think I'm with Brooks Fire. Um, we've sent him back to the trial since his first two runs. Its win first up was really good. Just a bit disappointing behind Love, Love Tap in the last September or a few weeks ago. And then it's had a trial since. So I think when when this horse gets nice and fit and obviously Wallace sent him back to the trials, I think we're going to see the best of this horse. And I think at Rose Hill, um, 
we, we might see it. There's mum and pa was scratched from last week, strung three together. Equation, we've been waiting to see the best of it. It's got a big weight, Brock's claiming the two. I uh, want to look out for from the trials as well as easy Campesi. A couple of really good to- uh, trials. Tyler Schiller claiming the three. Um, it might be one to look out for, but I'm with Brooksbyer. Brooks buyer. Um, all right, so it's a $2.50, but um, yeah, I'm having a little speck in on the, the roughy there. Jenny Duggan aboard. Um, last, Zushak is the fave. Uh, $6 into four eighty for Nash and Joe Pride. Good money for April Rain. No jock yet, so not sure what's going on there. 11 into five. Promotions, Tommy Berry and Godolphin is $5. Then we go out to double figures where we've got Cuban Royale, Ventura Ocean Academy, etc. Bit of money for Dynamic Impact, 26 into 14. Yeah, um, as we were saying before, there's a lot of lot of dual noms here. We're not sure where a lot of them are going. I think April Rain might find a race. I think it's not three races on Melbourne Cup Day. So I think it'll go there, and whatever race it goes to, I'd say that would be a bet because Waller picks pretty well. Um, in saying all that, promotions and Cuban Royale are the two I'm going to look out for promotions uh, one last side of Warwick Farm. That's right, Nash was aboard. Um, Tommy Berry now. I think it'll be all right. Zushak, again, last up winner. Uh, Cuban Royale, I think, goes, goes pretty well here at Rose Hill. I think there's a, um, a bit to come out of this race with um, with scratchings and everything. So just, just watch out. Follow the money. Um, if Cuban Royale, you're still getting double figures for it, it might be worth a bet. You giving um any any love? I know we've we've um we've talked about Cuban Royale, but tens? Do you reckon that's overs? Um, I th- I think at the moment, yeah, but I I don't think you can get that with April rain coming out. Yeah, true, true. Might have to wait. Um, yeah. all right, we'll uh we'll pause, do a multi, and then maybe grab something about for Derby Day as well. Right, I'll go first. I've got two at Flemington and one at Rose Hill. Um, I'm going to race number three at Flemington in Kapalua Sunset. It went round as a shorty uh, a little two weeks ago or whatever and had absolutely no luck in the run. It's $10, but take it for a place at threes. Then we go to Flemington race seven, Extreme Warrior. I like it. Back it to win. It's 440. And then I'm going in the Golden Eagle Private Eye just to place. So you're getting 32 bucks. What do you reckon, Tom? Yeah, I've gone two from Sydney, two from Melbourne as well. So... I think in the four pillars, I think different strokes is a good bet, but let's put it as a place. Um, the next race, think it over in the Gold Cup to win that extra bit of money. You've got, uh, think it over going for that extra mil. So it could have run in the Cox Plate last week, but it decided to stay in Sydney for this race. So uh, I really like think it over. So let's have it to win. Um, and in Melbourne, I like the first two races, the first two favourites. So I think, yeah, Fangirl strings three together. I just pulled Fangirl out of mine. Okay, yep, you can have. Yeah, so I'll put it in um, Fangirl, McDonald and Waller and let's get the same combination going. Great, Great house. It's yeah. in the Melbourne Cup. McDonald, Waller. Um, yeah, I think it's I think it's a good bet. So all of them, uh, the three to win and different strokes of the place, you're getting $33. Oh, well, pretty much bang on. Um, we'll probably mention just a little bit about Melbourne. Already done one with Nick, but like you just said, I'm with Fangirl as well. I've backed it already. In the second that you just talked about, the Hotham, and you've backed a great house, There was good, there's really good money for this King's Charisma. So obviously, Kieran Ma has got Mankayan as well. Um, 
do you know anything about this King's Charisma? It's 17, already into six. It obviously ran in um, the same race last time. I think Mankayan came second to Durston, where this came fourth, and it must have run a pretty good race, but it's been smashed. Yeah, I don't, I don't know too much about um, a lot of these horses, but um, there, there was um, there was some good mail around the um, Australian bloodstock horses that go to Kieran Mar. I think there were a couple of other ones that, yeah, are really ready to go. So you got to watch that money, and if if they do come for it, you got to be uh, wary as well. I think John McNeil's in for a really good day down south. He's flying he's got a lot of good rides. Um, Fun facts uh, is another one. It's going for a cup as well, and um, yeah, Bjorn can sneak a race like this. And Rachel King going down there to ride as well. It's uh, one to keep the eye on. And same with Gay. She can um, she could easily win this race. She's done it before and get um, get the chockies with Knights order. In the Derby, obviously twenty five hundred meter big race. Um... Gunstock's there, forget you all that. Allegron, my mate's there as well. So I, I'm with Allegron, but I'm also like, I like a bit of Jungle Magnate, which is 17s. Um, just a, quite a few things sort of like match up for that. So I like Jungle Magnate, but you were telling me that you're on something at 300 to 1 in this. <laughs> yeah, well, Clyde won at Stone last week. Uh, won the first, um, getting out to a bit of a distance, and Gary Portello did like this horse and was targeting that derby, and um, he sort of had no other race for it after winning that stone, so he decided to bring it to uh, Flemington, and they were still offering 300 to win and 85 the place, so just a little 10 bucks each way for me. So I'd love to see Clyde uh, rock it home for a place. Would be uh, a great sight. Yeah, that uh, would be very good. Uh, in terms of the top end, I think Tutakaka is a uh, good bet at $8.50, McDonald's and Tony Pack. One I can't have enough money on is Extreme Warrior, John McNeil, like we just said before. Um, that's uh, $4.40. I really like it in the Coolmore stud. So in the Congo is the favourite, but um, I'm with Extreme Warrior. What are you with? Well, yeah, they've come for in the Congo now. Um, yeah, uh, I looked a fair bit yesterday and then Extreme Warrior, um, the money was sort of going towards it. I think $7 still for Pulele is ridiculous. I'm a big Pulele fan, and I think he can win a race like this, uh, especially if it's a nice even track. Home Affairs at a good price as well is the other one to look out for. But uh, even give me par maybe at a place. Um, the Philly, Philly always runs well in these sort of races, but for me, I'm all over Pulele. And then the Cantala, this is um, this is quite a good race. I ended up back in Riadini when I messaged you boys. I think I got 26, and now it's $9. Um, not sure how it's going to go. Rachel King, Gay Waterhouse, Mr. Brightside's the fave. Arameo was a really good run last start where um, Alicia Collett was aboard, where Private Eye won. Um, really good run. I think it's $8. I think that's a pretty good bet. Uh, who are you with in this? Obviously, Cascadian's going around as well. Yeah, well, actually, I think out of the two, the two... I really want to see go pretty well. I mean, Arameo's um, put some good runs together, but the two, uh, Mr. Brightside, just just been doing everything right lately at, lot, at a nice low weight, Willow aboard. I think it's going to run a massive race, but I, th- I Cascadian... Um, Surely not. Has, ...has run some pretty good races without winning. So I I don't know. It's the sort of race Cascadian will win at, um, at a $12 price as well against some of these uh, superstars. Superstorm, um, if if we see the best from it, it could easily win a race like this. But Ice Blast 
runs huge and they want to back it up and they want to back it up in a race like this, John McNeil as well. Actually, I think out of all of them, Ice Bath is a good bet at 10 bucks. <laughs> I think it, yeah. Into it. yeah. <laughs> okay. And then the last, obviously the Furphy sprint. So September run, which I said earlier to Nick, I said, this can, I'm never touching this thing, but it's a favorite at six bucks in a five, Luke Nolan and Waller, Minaj, Ballistic Lover, bless her, Ranabel. Um, another one that I got told today. So one Diva, $26. I've had a little, a little play at that. That's Brett Preble and the Freedmans. Um, but I think Nick earlier was, he was, um, who was all over Ballistic Lover at eights. Oh, I'd love to hear that. My boy Nick, I'm with him. Black McDougal, Joe Pride, apparently uh, blew the hands off the clock at a recent trial. Joe Pride, very keen on this horse. I'm with it as well. Um, the only one that worries me is probably Minaj. I think um, its uh, first up win was pretty good. They've taken their time with it to find another race that can win. So it's a worry, but I'm, I'm all over Ballistic Lover as well. Sweet. All right. Well, it's a pretty fat day. Um, obviously, all happening. Are you um you working on track? Yep. I'll be there 7 a.m. till 7 p.m., I think. And Hooters is shut down across the road, so I found out today. So I won't be there after, but I'll be finding a drink somewhere. Well, I got, I, got, I got let off going to Rose Hill. I'm going to Newport Arms. We're doing a live broadcast there. If anyone listens and lives on the beaches, we're doing a live broadcast there, and there'll be... Uh, couple of little freebies, I think, going around. So I think Dave Stanley, Luke Marlowe hosting there and we'll be uh, kind of taking over the sports bar. So that should be a good harpo. It's very lucky for me. Though. When they said, is how far is the Newport from you? I said, well, two minutes compared to Rose Hill, which is about an hour. So pretty happy with that. But um, sweet. Good luck on the weekend, mate. Good on you, mate. Have a good one. Fingers crossed.